please, no! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of Quarter Life Crisis. I am your host, Hunty, the only person to insist a riding mower is a tractor so he can validate his hick life even more. And joining me today is the wonderful D-Rec, or Derek, as some people like to call him, the only guy to insist to his mother that he can cook properly but is amazed at how good grilled vegetables are. Derek, how are you, buddy? I have never once insisted to my mother that I can cook properly. I would like oh, to good. say that. I don't know I'm how glad to cook. hear that. I broil vegetables and it's delicious. That's disgusting. You need to invest in it. You're, you have a grill. How have you never broiled gre- vegetables? They're amazing. They're fine. I don't know. You, like you eat vegetables. Oh, you said broiled, not boiled. Okay. Oh, no, dummy. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, boiled vegetables are nasty. Yeah, that's disgusting. What do I live in England? You might. I don't know. Your name is Derek Scott. Your ancestors probably did like no a long time ago. You know it. Before dominating the chicken empire of the Eastern Shore. Shout out to Purdue Farms. That's right. Derek, what are you drinking today, buddy? I got myself a um, Dogfish Head Super 8, which is a super goza. Um, our, <laughs> our sessionable goza brewed with a bevy of heroic fruits and quinoa. got quinoa in my beer. Uh, pours a deep, vibrant red with an ample addition of Hawaiian sea salt. It's just this fruity, sour, and it's delicious. So it's fruity and it's got like a nice like healthy grain in there. You're yeah, basically exactly. eating, you're, you're drinking a salad is what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah, yeah like a fruit salad. Exactly, exactly. That sounds good. I myself, um, sticking to the old tried and true, the only beer I drink when I'm in Southern Maryland, which is Labatt Blue Canadian Pilsner. You need to, do, do they not sell any other beer at that liquor store? No, they do. I just choose not to. I come just on, man. Buy it. Dude, gotta, I just, I don't know. Dude, when, next time you come to Baltimore, we're going to Teeters and you're making like five build your own. Uh, build that's your own fine. Products. I usually like doing that because I don't <laughs> want to have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, let's just go ahead and let's dive right into what we got on tap today. Um, Derek, the bulk of what we're doing today, believe it or not, are quizzes, but we're not going to hit those just yet. Cool. Um, we are going to save those for a little bit later. I want to discuss a couple of different things that I saw uh, over the last week on BuzzFeed. Just some weird, weird stuff that I just want to get your opinion on. Um, BuzzFeed, the source of all of Hunter's podcast ideas. Not all of them, as you'll <laughs> see. Um, but this one, sometimes just taking inspiration, I'm like, what the heck are dumb people talking about? And I just go on BuzzFeed, see what's going on. Um, okay, so somebody has decided that they've ranked all like 30 different Marvel characters based on how much they'd want their superpowers. Okay. Okay. Are these all Marvel characters or just Marvel characters in the MCU? Um, I didn't really read the whole thing, but I'm going to assume the MCU. Okay. Well, because we'll the, like looking at it right now, it looks like it's entirely the MCU. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start at number 30, which I already disagree with. <laughs> number 30, they have the Hulk. Hulk's like, like top five. I know. I was like, Hulk is the coolest superpowers ever. If I could just get and especially when he becomes like smart Hulk. Uh, or like oh, Professor, Professor Hulk is. Professor Hulk. I would want that so badly. Like we all know Natasha Romanoff was more into him after he became smart Hulk. If you catch what I'm, what I'm saying. Um, if, if, if I was able to have ample control over it, then absolutely. I, oh, I guess, no, be, I guess, I guess the ranking makes sense if you take into consideration. Cause you know me, I get angry very easily. I mean, yeah, if it's just like him being a super rage machine, then like, then no, I would want not want that. But right. you know. if, um, I had, number, if I could ch- transform it, will then that's top five. That's true. Um, number twenty nine is Bucky. He didn't. He didn't really. Ha- he's kind of like you know. I guess he's a super soldier. He is, but also sure. he has like deep like he's an allegory for like deep mental health issues because he gets like you know possessed every like time yeah. you like say the right phrase in Russian. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead <laughs> I'm gonna and say no on that one. one. Um, twenty eight was Quicksilver, who was in the MCU for like ten minutes. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I think Super Speed would be pretty dope. I think they use Quicksilver a lot better in the um, Days of Future Past movie when it was um, Evan Peters. Is that the guy's name? I think so. Um, except for they called him Peter when I'm pretty sure his canonical comic name is Pietro. But anyways, um, Super Speed would be pretty dope. One thing I think is really funny about this list is that every person at the end, when she gives them a rating, she bases it on how much she also would want shawarma. <laughs> so like for the Hulk, it's in all caps, zero shawarma. And then for Bucky, it's also no. And then for Quicksilver goes, he can have half a shawarma. <laughs> what? Why does Hulk get no shawarma? He gets I guess because if he's an ultra rage monster, then I guess she doesn't want the shawarma. Oh, stairs. I know. All right. 27 is Yondu. Can oh agree. My, no, I think really? Yondu has the best weapon in the MCU. Like superpowers, it's technically not a superpower. It's secondly a weapon. But I think mm-hmm. out of like people without superpowers, I think he has the coolest weapon. Is it? Is it like it's like that? Uh, oh, the Whistle yeah. Arrow. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, dope. Yeah, that's kind of dope. That is that, pretty that tough. scene. That scene in uh, Guardians Two, where him and Rocket and Baby Gru are walking through the literal raining downfall of bodies. Oh that yeah. Was so dope. Yeah, and like it's basically like a drone strike in like the next 50 years is just yeah, like being exactly. able to control um i don't like that this person is on this list but number 26 is gamora who like doesn't or doesn't have, have powers She's yeah they literally badass. said that her powers are space survival in parentheses for short periods <laughs> that's not a power that's called survival instincts that's re- that's the stupidest thing. So Gamora is the fiercest woman in the galaxy, and I will. I mean, and that's not even a question. But th- she doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, um, twenty five is Ant Man. I unironically want Ant Man's like ability to shrink super small. I think yeah, that's so be cool. Dope. And ha- and like maintaining the relative strength of an ant is is super cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, um, twenty four is the Wasp. Which is which Ant-Man is Ant-Man fucking fly, fucking fly, which is even cooler. So, is better. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. So and uh, she's apparently a, a badass. So she gets an extra shawarma, even though she's number twenty four out of thirty. Um, number twenty three is Falcon. Falcon doesn't have superpowers. He's Dude, like, I hate Falcon. I hate him so much. I hate Sam Wilson so much. In the, I love in the Anthony Mackie, but I hate Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. I really hope um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is good. Anyways, well, because I think like his banter with Bucky in. Is it Winter Soldier? Or is it some? I think Civil it's Winter War. Soldier. No, no, no. Is Civil it? War. Yeah, he was introduced in Winter Soldier. They don't really talk in in Winter Soldier. Uh, oh, right. No, but I think like their banter is good, so the show will be good. Um, twenty two, which I disagree that this is a superpower, is Thanos. <laughs> they they said his superpower is enhanced strength. I'm like, he's he's a titan. He's literally like. His power is just existing. He's just he's, better than everyone. That's the oh god, I hate. He can like. He can like move like time and space even without the infinity stones just because he wants to. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it be- he's like Chuck Norris. Time and space bends to his will. Yeah. Um, 21 is Ultron. No. What's I Ultron? Don't... Ultron commands computers? Ultron is literally artificial intelligence and transferring consciousness. So he's a computer. Why would you want to transfer your conscious? I mean, I guess it. I don't. No, Maybe if you want to like possess someone, I don't know. That's weird. I know. I I, th- I feel like I know more about comic stuff than you do. Um, a little because, bit because I've like delved into it a little bit more. And Ultron in the comics is actually really dope. I, yeah, I heard they screwed up Ultron really bad. In yeah, the movie. Ultron and Vision were the two people that actually got and and kind of Scar- actually no majorly Scarlet Witch. But um, yeah, Ultron Ultron in the MCU is, is not. No. Mm. So Robert California is the voice of him. So yeah, you, once you hear that, you can't go back. Number 20, number 
which I would, that would be a dope You, you froze, say it again. Oh, number 20 is Mantis, which would be an absolute dope power to have. Oh, the, 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 um, the feeling empathy and the, and the putting people to sleep. Yeah. Like understanding like what you're feeling when you touch somebody that's crazy. Dude, that scene, I, I, I have my opinions about, um, Guardians 2. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the first one. It's still a good movie, but it's not as good as the first one. But that scene where like Mantis and Drax are talking about like his past and he's like just kind of silently glaring out into the distance and Mantis touches him and is like so overwhelmed with emotion. He, she just starts bawling. That was one of the most powerful scenes in the MCU. That was yeah. amazing. Um, 19 is Heimdall, which like, eh. Like, eh. He can summon the Bifrost. Yeah, he's got like extra sensory capabilities. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, it would be cool. It just wouldn't be that useful in everyday life. Yeah. Um, 18, I absolutely hate and want off the list. It's War Machine, which is literally just Iron Man, but clunkier. Iron Man, but worse. Yeah, get him off. Except for, I just watched, Joe and I watched the original two Iron Man movies, and I'm so glad they replaced uh, Terrence Howard. <laughs> Yeah, except there's like a little like shadiness that they didn't replace what's his face, uh, Jeremy Renner, because um, like Terrence Howard was accused also of like a, like like beating his wife or like something like that. The same thing that Jeremy Renner was, and they replaced him like that. Um, but Jeremy Renner they didn't touch, so it just looks kind of shady. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that was the that was the reasoning. I think it's like, part of the reason. The other reason is also he was just bad at it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm all for like dropping down the hammer when necessary, but I. I I don't know what came of either of those things. Yeah. Um, 17 is Groot. Yeah, I'd be a tree. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Groot is super overpowered. <laughs> like, Groot's pretty Groot good. is, like, literally they were like, what if we took this tree but made it, like, literally unstoppable? Teenage Groot can shove his arm through, like, six aliens at a time. Like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Um, 16 is T'Challa, which, uh, like... With the black... Oh, the black, the powers of the Blick Penta. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. Um, I just really want that like vibranium suit that like builds up kinetic energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know how you'd ever lose. Like I really don't know. Yeah. No. You got. You got to get rocked to lose by losing that suit. Um, Fifteen is your boy Spider Man. He is like I think number three for me. <laughs> why? He, why is he so low? I don't know because some of these people like don't have power. She's just like, oh, they're really good at fighting. I'm like, no. 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 Spider Man. Like knowing how many powers Spider-Man actually has, like he's super superhuman strength, superhuman endurance. Like I mean, the, the swinging is inventions, but like, um, you can stick to walls. That's the coolest, I think. Like he he like Spider-Man's top three. The easy. Spidey sense is crazy. That's like literal six sense. Spidey sense is nuts. The Peter yeah. tingle. <laughs> um, again, fourteen. I guess this is kind of some powers, but fourteen they have Nebula just because like she her bio enhancements like the fact she's half machine yeah, she's a robot now can like help her with stuff i guess i don't know yeah except for like gamora is better than nebula i'd rather be gamora than nebula yeah i'd rather be able to like breathe in space for like 20 minutes find so many bad lists i don't know man. <laughs> um 13 is drax and the the Dude. art drax is pretty dope i'm like 90 percent sure i don't know if this is actually true but i'm i am like 90 percent sure that in one storyline in the comics drax single-handedly kills thanos like Jeez. Drax is dope. I would love to be Drax, and he's an idiot, and I love him. Also, I there. Uh, say that again. You cut out. I said I also wouldn't mind being Dave Batista either. Dude, like <laughs> being that jacked and handsome, hell yeah. Um, twelve. Same thing as Iron as War Machine. I would not want to be Iron Man either. Don't uh, have any powers. I think I don't know. 
Iron Man, like post, like Infinity War and beyond, like how just having the suit like grafted onto your skin essentially oh, would be pretty dope. dope. Yeah. But like it's before that, where you'd have to like get in a suit, and uh, no, nah, I'm not down with mm. that. Uh, Eleven is Valkyrie, and Valkyrie is such like a, a bad ass that I like. I wouldn't mind, even though it's just like super strength, stamina, and speed and such. Plus, she rides a friggin' Pegasus. I know. I want a Pegasus. And oh, spoiler alert: she's king of Asgard. I know that's dope. Um, ten is Star Lord. He doesn't have powers. Their their rationale is that he's like uh, he's like a demigod essentially, right? He's like half celestial, except so he can wield the power stone. I'm like, okay. Except first of all, he would not have been able to wield the power stone without the other guardians. Second of all, killing ego got rid of all of his uh, demigod powers. Third mm-hmm. of all, that is not canon. Like, Ego, <laughs> Ego is not Star-Lord's dad in the comics. That is yeah. just was completely made up. Like, yeah. I, no, Star-Lord, Star, get him out of here. The rocket just, boots are cool, but other than that, no. Dude, they needed some kind of, like, plot twist or plot line for Guardians 2. And you got Kurt Russell. Yeah, I was about um, to say, Kurt, Kurt Russell getting in there was pretty dope. Kurt Russell's good at playing the dad that didn't exist. <laughs> I do like Ego. Ego's a really cool villain. Number nine is Cap. I think, like, when it comes to superhuman capabilities... I think Cap is number one on my list. Yeah. Because he was the OG and did it in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I could, I mean, I just, I, again, I just watched the first Captain America movie and going from like a squirrely four foot 10 guy to like a beefcake, an act, absolute himbo, like that, mm. that, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, number eight is Odin. Yeah, I'd be a god. I'd be totally. Yeah, but Odin's kind of a, a not nice person. See, this, this is why I think Odin is before Loki or Thor. Say what you will about Loki, but at least Loki, has he's the trickster god, so he has some fun with it. If Loki is on this list, I'm, and he is, I'm going to be really mad the fact that he's this high. Loki's 100% going to be on this list. Um, number seven, I always pronounce this wrong. Is it Hela? Thor's like sister or whatever? Hela, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's, got, she's got some pretty dope powers. Yeah, she's got cool powers, but like... The fact that she couldn't even come near Asgard when Odin was there is kind of stupid. Dude, it's called it's like a curse. Like, come on, man. Um, but like, it, I'm trying to think of like practical uses for for not practical uses, just like how much I would enjoy it. But like, just throwing daggers at people, uh, I don't, I wouldn't want to kill people all over. Yeah, the place. plus she's plus she got those like weird deer antlers on her head. Yeah, that's really yeah. odd. I don't know. Okay, number six is Thor. I would absolutely be Thor in a heartbeat. Thor, Thor is, I think, Easy. number two for me easy like thor thor's which thor though what do you want do you want thor one with the blonde eyebrows okay. um avengers thor which i think stays the same until like ragnarok um ragnarok thor infinity war thor or endgame thor uh i can i would only want to be friends with endgame thor <laughs> oh yeah i'd, I'd be total bros with endgame thor. i'd be like heck yeah <laughs> um let's order pizza and play video games but i think if i wanted to be one of the thors i'd want to be ragnarok thor i would also want to be ragnarok thor i i mean this is probably Haircut. sacrilegious but um i like stormbreaker way better than mjolnir oh, i think a way cooler so weapon so cool so <laughs> yeah um okay number five which is higher on my list is captain marvel I would actually really like to have her like Marvel's powers. OP. Yeah, like she can't be stopped, like yeah, ever. She's, she's kind of nuts. I, I like the placing in terms of practicality, um, but I understand yeah. like if I were an actual superhero, I'd want to be Captain Marvel. But she can like travel through like anywhere at any time, has no oh, yeah. difference in breathing, doesn't none of that matters. Like it's oh, crazy. Yeah. Um, four is Vision. No, Vision sucks. 
I hate, yeah, I hate vision. vision. I don't really I like hate him. vision. Like I the the beam the phasing through walls is kind of cool, but the beam out of the head is is stupid. That's just it's stupid. like think concentrate really hard. Like, come on. Vision is like the superhero of the nerds. Like think really hard and you'll do well. I'm having a power thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three is Doctor Strange, which you know if I could do magic that way and like teleport yeah, through time and space, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty high up there. Just do, just do the, 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 the spark, thing. sparkly thing that uh, like Spider Man said. <laughs> um, you're gonna be really mad at this. Is number Loki two. number three? He's number two. <laughs> What can Loki do? He can he can shape shift. He can shape shift, hypnosis, um, teleportation. He, he can hypnosis with the power of the mind stone. Yeah. Uh, he can teleport astral, with the space stone. Astral projection. Yeah, he can't do that. Telekinesis, which I think you need the mind stone for too, right? I don't remember him ever doing that. Um, but yeah, a lot of these just come. He's got like eight listed, and a lot of these come from just the Infinity Stones he's had. Okay. So I getting like. Loki's character and personality aside, I think shape shifting and astral projection would be pretty dope. Mm. But I wouldn't want to do it as much as I would want to be some of these other. Yeah, I feel like he's like I would put him above Odin in terms of like what he can do, but at the same time, like Thor is and Doctor Strange. Like, come on, man. Yeah, there's no way he's better. Captain than Marvel, they're all better than like Loki. Doctor Strange can do all that with magic. Anyways. I know. Anyways, uh, and then number one is Scarlet Witch, which. Also OP. Was I Cap like. on this list? No, she's number one. Oh no, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're thinking of um I I I, 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 I didn't realize you would skip Scarlet Witch. Um Scarlet Witch is dope and the most powerful person in the comics, I'm as far as I'm aware. That's what I've heard too. And the fact that she can basically create multiple dimensions, that's, that's dope. I think I would use it irresponsibly, though, so she'd be a little lower on my list, but I understand it being this high. Yeah, literally. Um, so I, like, some, this list is very whack, which is also why I wanted to talk about it. I was like, some of this is just dumb. Like, I don't agree with any of this crap. Um, well, not all, not any of it, but most of it. Um, Okie dokie. Where did my, there we go, Chrome tab. Um, there's, I found this really interesting list <laughs> of things that like, that like people like commonly do, like everyone does, but no one ever dares admit it. And I'm not going to read the whole list, but I just want to like point out just a couple of these and see if you actually do them. Because like some of these, I read this and I felt very attacked because it was spot on. I would never actually admit to doing this or like be like, Oh, I've never done that when someone else says they do when I a hundred percent do. Um, and so the first one that really caught my attention was, um, and it's a bunch of tweets from people. It's like, uh, when you like, when you're walking up a hill and you try to breathe really quiet so no one can hear you like struggling to death and you don't want to seem like you're out of shape, Did you but you're just sitting stamp there. Hill? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and, but you're like, okay, I'm fine. Like you just try not breathing for a few minutes because so no one will notice how like deathly out of shape you are. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, <laughs> this is a funny tweet. <laughs> you know that feeling of anxiety as you're about to walk past the security sensors on your way out of a store and you think, oh my God, did I shove a TV up my ass? I can't remember. Just like that paranoia that you thought you stole something. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I feel that on a, on a new level when it comes to driving by a police car. Like anytime I get behind, yeah. like a cop gets behind me, I like white knuckle the wheel. I'm mm -hmm. like, do not hand like do not divert gaze from road like i i not need to start slowing down 10 minutes before a red light like, yeah actually and like don't go a mile over the speed limit like and then also at the same time um 
when it's like at night and you can't tell what the cars are behind you, you're just like, oh god, I can't like go too fast because like one of these is gonna be a cop. I oh, know yeah, it always, is. Always. They do. Um, I always, I would always drive back for. You know, I mean, you've been to my house going from my house in Salisbury to Ocean City. Mm-hmm. Like that's at night. That's just like a 40 minute drive on one road. And like, it, it's terrifying because cars are coming up behind you and you're just like, what's happening? <laughs> what's your agenda? Yeah, right. Um, uh, the other, another one is like when you're trying to like find the right button on the remote and you do that like maze trace with your eyes, even though you know where the right button is every time. Because in reality, you use like the same two buttons over and over again and never anything else unless you absolutely have to. And you like literally say to yourself like, why did I just do that? And your brain's like, why not? Um, I don't know if I can relate to that one as much. <laughs> I did that when I grew up. I did that all the time. And I was like, I know where like the guide button is and the arrows are. And I don't know why. I, th- I, I think because I was always such a, a hot gamer boy um, that, that would never, uh, that never occurred to me. Humble too. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hot boys and gamer girls. Those are the, those are the two subject or classes of people. Oh, this shows how much I know about that. Um, exactly. Oh, this one attacked me like a shot out of a cannon um so this one is how slang spreads you hear slang for the first time you hate on it you use it ironically can't stop using it help it's lit fam <laughs> okay <laughs> lit was something that i never liked using well not uh, necessarily that word but like slang in no, general no, i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like slang that i think bet was something that, no, no 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 siced was really something that like mm-hmm. i think i hated it because i when i first heard it I, I heard it in the context of like, oh, I'm excited. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I started hearing it of like, yo, size me that beer. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. But now I only say like, oh, I'm really siced or like that. I think the one for me that really got me was brick. Just like all the various, like, cause I also use brick for like just dumb things that like my people and I grew up with used it. And I like left the woods apparently and no one uses it the way I use it. And I was like, okay. But I like, I like started saying it ironically to like make fun of people. And then it just kind of stopped. And I was like, oh. I mean, bet is definitely the the term that I use the most and I get made fun of at work a lot for it because like somebody will just be like, hey, do this. I'm like, bet, cool. And then I'll just start working. And they're like, what are you saying? Mm. I'm like, grow up in Maryland, why don't you? <laughs> uh, another one is, oh, when you're walking on the sidewalk and you're like thinking to yourself like, oh, like I'm such a mature like adult now, but you're like, no, I have to walk in, align the tiles with my feet and like walk in a straight pattern. I can't step on any cracks or anything. Dude, okay, this... This is a complete tangent, but I that really reminded me of something I want to talk about. Um, so I don't I, I don't have OCD. I've never been diagnosed with OCD, but like I remember learning about OCPD in um, in high school, and OCPD is obsessive compulsive personality disorder, which is essentially like um, the way that my uh, teacher described it was that um, when you have magazines on the corner, uh, they need to be perfectly aligned with or sorry when you have magazines on like a nightstand they have to be per- perfectly aligned with the corner of the nightstand or else it's really going to bother me so you do it so whenever people are just like uh, i'm ocd about this it's it you're not that's like a very subtle form of ocpd but there were two things that happened with me that actually convinced me i might have might have had a like a mild form of ocd the first of which was whenever i like was eating food i would have to when i was younger i'd have to chew like this the equal amount on both sides of my mouth which was weird which was very weird what the other thing was if i was walking down the sidewalk and like i stepped on a crack with like like the ball of my right foot i would immediately have to step on the next crack with my the ball of my left foot or else i would feel really uncomfortable for the rest of the walk Derek, not to say like you have a you know a, a mental issue or anything i mean i do 
but like you should go see a doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't had, I haven't had anything like that recently. But I mean, I'm that, sure yeah, it helps you with. To, that used to shake me up when I was little. I'm sure it helps you with math, man. You know, dude, I love math. I love that um so okay speaking of anxiety actually this next one is what is a random thing that gives you anxiety and this person said trying to put my change in my wallet at the cash register while people in line put pressure on me just by standing there dude i shove my change just in my i pocket. literally I'm, I'm like i'll fix it later and just throw exactly. it in there and i'm like i get it later <laughs> yeah yeah remember going to the store and buying things oh, Couldn't be me. i mean technically you can more often starting friday in maryland but should we no um, I've only been to the grocery store with the liquor store attached. So yeah, actually, uh, that's pretty much the best ones I saw on here. Um, but yeah, I like those. Like, I saw this list and I was like, I can't not talk to Derek about this because, like, it's I just know- that weird confirmation bias of like, I'm a weirdo for doing this thing, but then you realize everybody does it and everybody thinks they're a weirdo for doing this thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's it. It, being a human is just weird, man. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I mean, you don't really have another choice, so. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I mentioned that we were going to be doing some quizzes today. Um, and Derek, for those of you that don't know, in the last like little bit of time has been on this real kick about like uh, what, like uh, what, like avatar sign you are like what harry potter house you are like what this you are what that you are from different like fandoms across like you know nerd universe um which has been pretty cool and we both have like our own opinions of like what uh like like different thing we are um from every which avenue but i i decided today that we were going to take the official pottermore sorting house test to really decide what we're doing okay um so i made you like i had to make two fake accounts (laughs) so cool cool (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna take that we're similar to last week we're gonna take this house quiz and uh, if we have time, we'll do the Patronus one too, just so we can see what animals are our essence. Okay. I, I will say I took both of these quizzes like my freshman year of college. That see how was, much you changed. I was about to say that was almost five years ago. Yeah. Um, see how much you changed. Eric. And now I'm thinking of like, I think, I think when I took the, the sorting house quiz, I was a Hufflepuff. And then when I took the Patronus quiz, I think I was, I think I was a stag. But, um, Ooh, okay. So you're like, like what Harry Potter should actually be if he wasn't so bold, you know? Yeah, right. Um, Okay, so the first question, Derek, is river or forest? Forest. Yeah, that's what I was going to pick, too. Uh, There we go, waterbender. (laughs) Um, The next question is, how would you like to be known to history? And your options are the great, the wise, the bold, or the good? The good. Hello, can I click this? Oh, there we go. It's like a weird AI. Oh, and let me answer mine. My question, I guess they'll give us different questions. So my question is, which of the following would you find most difficult to deal with? And one is loneliness, boredom, hunger, being ignored, or cold? I feel like being, I feel like being ignored is mine. I hate being yeah, ignored. Yeah, absolutely being ignored. Um, which nightmare would frighten you the most? So I might have to read these a couple times for you, but uh, standing on top of something very high and realizing there are no hand or footholds. Ooh, that already has me shaken. <laughs> being forced to speak in such a silly voice that hardly anyone can understand you and everyone laughs. I already do that anyways. Yeah. Uh, waking up to find that neither you, your friends, nor your family have any idea who you are. Ooh, it's dark. Um, and I at the keyhole of the dark windowless room in which you are locked. Uh, height, the height thing. Yeah, uh, I, I know you hate. The other ones are really that bad. Oh. I was going to say you hate heights. 
Uh, and mine is what kind of instrument would most please your ear? There's a piano, the drum, the violin, and the trumpet. Ooh, I'm gonna go with piano. I'm gonna go with the piano. Yeah, yeah that's. That, I feel like with most of those, like you can't really have your own song with uh, any of those. Maybe a violin, but um, yeah, the other like drum and drum and trumpet are kind of a company. Yeah. All right. Your next question is: Four boxes are placed before you. Which would you try and open? First option is the gleaming jet black box with a silver lock and key marked with a mysterious rune that you know to be the mark of Merlin. Dope. The next one, small pewter box, unassuming and plain with a scratched message upon it that reads, I only open for the worthy. A small tortoise shell box, embellished with gold inside, which some small creature seems to be squeaking. Ew. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's a casket. They're like, what? And, uh, and then the ornate golden casket standing on clawed feet, whose inscription warns that both secret knowledge and unbearable temptation lie within. I'm going to, I want to, I want to wield Mjolnir. I'm doing all I only open for the worthy. Okay. And then my question is a history one. So it's the great, the wise, the bold, or the good. I'm going to go with the good too. I feel like I, I, I'd rather be known as good than anything else. Uh, okay. If you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? Cats, toads, or owls? An owl, I think. Yeah, I would, that's what I would pick too. Because like, screw cats and toads are just weird. I was, I was between toads and owls, but I don't think toads can do that much. So I'm with an owl. Uh, okay, so then owl, you get your choice. You have a barn owl, a tawny owl, which is like the stereotypical owl, a snowy owl, which is like Hedwig, a screech owl, and a brown owl. Snow. Yeah. I don't Those know. are the coolest ones. Okay, for me, I think I would go with a barn owl, actually. Those look kind of cool. You are a barn owl. Shut up. Um, okay, which of the following would you most like to study? So your options are merpeople, centaurs werewolves vampires goblins trolls or ghosts i think centaurs centaurs are the coolest in my opinion really i would i would so study werewolves those are dope as hell i I know Um, too much about werewolves Ooh. okay so one of my okay my question is scenario one of your housemates has cheated on an exam um now he's top of the class and beating you for second place professor is suspicious of what happened he draws you to one side and asks whether you are not your classmate um, used like a forbidden quill and what do you do? Do you tell them the truth? Um, okay, before you, re- before you read the responses, my reaction would be to plead the fifth and then tell my friend like, yo, professor, whoever the heck knows, like, mm-hmm. you gotta tell him. Like, or if you don't, like, bad stuff's gonna happen. <laughs> hmm. Whatever the closest answer to that is. <laughs> Well, this is my question anyway, but um, that the answer for that that you're describing is tell the professor that he ought to ask your classmate and resolve to tell your classmate that he doesn't. If he doesn't tell the truth, you will. That's yeah, like I think I think one. that one. The other options are lie and say you don't know. Um, another option is you should not wait to tell and just tell them right away, which is us being a snitch. Um, and then the other first option is tell them the truth. And you're in the same house. Any points he loses will be regained by you for coming in first place. What? That, that's kind of aggressive. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, ask him. Because... Yeah, that's what I would do too, honestly. Yeah, because I ain't no snitch, but I'm also not like going to cover for my friend being an idiot. Yeah. Okay, which would you rather be, Derek? Liked, trusted, feared, envied, imitated, or praised? 
uh, what's the difference between liked and praised? Um, I think I'd be trusted. Yeah, I think like liked is like people like you, but and praised is like people praise you. No, praise is like people <laughs> uh, people like like talk about the good things that you do, but they don't necessarily have to like like you. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, my question. What are you most looking forward to learning at Hogwarts? Magical creatures flying on a broomstick. I think I know my answer. App, ooh, apparition and disapparition. Basically just like teleporting. Secrets about the castle, transfiguration, hexes and jinxes, or every area of magic I can. Pff, nerd. Um, I think I'm going to go with apparition because that's dope. Uh, I, I also want to, like, we never mentioned this. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I, I have seen the first four movies. I have never read a book, and I don't care about it, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Not that I don't care about it. It's like, I really don't. Like, everyone is always like, you got to watch it. I'm like, yeah, I will. And I have I will say zero intention. The movies it. are like hot garbage, they're like not good. Yeah, I have zero. Compared to what the books are, they're not great. I have zero intention in indulging myself in any um any Harry Potter. That's fine. Uh, in a Harry Potter like thing, because I I was a Percy Jackson kid, mm. um, and that that hit. Yeah, I was both. Uh, okay, heads or tails, Derek? Oh God, tails never fails. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Before I go to and then my choice is left or right. I'm gonna go right because I'm right-handed and I'm never right. Um, okay. Sorting hat is ready to make its decision. Ooh. Uh, continue, Derek. What do you think it's gonna be? Okay. So based on what my uh, I I assess Maya as the Harry Potter expert in our friend group, mm-hmm. um, and she thinks I am a what did she say? I'm a Griffin Puff. Yeah. So I think I'm, I still think I'm a Hufflepuff. Well, according to Pottermore, you are a Gryffindor. Oh, okay. I guess, I guess I've changed. Um, and, <laughs> and I was as well. And it says you probably know, or I don't want to read that. That's stupid. Um, dude, you want to share your house pride on Twitter? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if I, I mean, I don't know anything. I don't know. The only thing I know about the houses are like what has been like, uh, I can't think of the word, what has been like absorbed through other forms of media. And as as the way Joe describes it is Gryffindors are for people who are in other houses but are bold enough to say they want to be Gryffindors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that for me. I feel like I am a kind of a bold person. Um, I don't know. But I don't know if you're a Gryffindor. <laughs> I think like I think I, I, I feel like I would be mostly Hufflepuff but at the same time I like am I feel like I'm I'm bold enough to like take action I think if you're that makes Huffle, sense. I think you're a Huffledor and I'm a Griffin Puff. Yeah, I feel like when push comes to shove, though, I think the one thing is that like I don't like I'm not afraid to just straight up like put myself out there if well, I you're, need to. You're, so then you're what's his, you're uh, Neville, right? Isn't that him? Essentially, yeah. So yeah, hopefully I get a Dark Lord. Hopefully, hopefully I get a glow up in the next like five years, <laughs> like Matthew Lewis did in the movies. But oh well. Um, okay, so we have some time. So let's do. This Patronus stuff, man. Let's go crazy. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. I just, what is happening with this thing? Give me a question. Hello? Have you taken the Patronus quiz? Uh, I've never actually taken it before. I forget how it works. Oh, this is like a weird, like, it's like a weird, like, interactive thing. You have to, like, follow a thing. Ooh, okay. Okay, how do I? Oh, oh, okay. All right. All right, your first question is coming up. Um, out of these three words, which describes you more? Serve, protect, or seek? Protect. He protect, he attack. 
He protect, he attack, but most importantly, he a snack. Actually. <laughs> uh, glitter, shine, or glow? Glow. Is this like a first reaction kind of thing? I think so, yeah. I think okay. mine would be serve. That's what I would do. Getting like it's like making me follow this thing through the woods. All right, make or improve? Improve. Yeah, it's like weirdly we're like following this thing through the forest. Okay. Prowl, play, or preen. I don't know what preen is, so play. Yeah, I don't know. Preen is it's some weird <laughs> British word. Like, what is that? Ooh, mine is around, under, over. Um, I'm going to go around. Yeah, I knew you were going to go around. <laughs> I'm not trying to go over anything. That's weird. Uh, you think, sense, feel. Feel. Really? I thought you would go think on that one. Nah, I'm a feeling guy. I'm an F, dude. I mean, FP. No, true. Mine's safe and free. I'm going to go with safe loser <laughs> i'm gonna get something lame like a cat yeah. um uh why or who derek uh why i'd probably go with who because i love the t i also love um, the band. <laughs> mine is listen watch touch uh mine's definitely watch okay okay for you black gray white uh gray Oh no, come back. I don't like signing off on either on one or the other. <laughs> I think it's just the color, not the No, I know. D- dude, okay, come on. Um Derek, comfort, advise, impress. Uh advise. Okay, I'm going with black. This also is like if you don't answer fast enough, it like yells at you. And I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> cool. Perfect. So I guess it is like just split reaction. <laughs> Um, ooh, click and drag, click, drag, and release for your Patronus. What does that mean? Ooh. Hey, before you do that, you want to explain what a Patronus is? Because I don't, per- I don't entirely know. Okay, so essentially, a uh, Patronus. Um, can you do this? So essentially, a Patronus is. Uh, it's basically like an element of. Like, it's not like an element of your soul, but essentially, it's like the, it takes on the form of like your personality through the thing that you desire most. So like you know, spoilers um, for Harry Potter, essentially it's like um, Harry's is a stag. Cause the thing he desires most is like a relationship, like or a father figure, essentially that's like what he really wants. And his father's Patronus was a stag. So that's why his is a stag. So, um, like your spirit animal. Oh, almost. Yeah. Kind of. Um, and it's also can like be shared through like the bond of like love. So when you marry somebody, sometimes the people like swap Patronuses um so like because the thing you desire most is them um and so like you take theirs okay yeah so derek do you want to guess what your patronus is i don't know what the options are so no (laughs) it's basically any animal you can think of like uh, i think my patronus okay is it does it do like breeds and stuff like is it would it just say dog yeah it would just say like dog Uh, okay then i think my patronus is a wombat uh right letter it's actually it's a weasel i'm a weasel (laughs) screw that man (laughs) This website sucks. That's awesome. Um, mine, mine was kind of on par. Mine's an orangutan. What? What are the what are the explanations? It doesn't even give any. I'm like, this is so dumb. Wow. I mean, ever since J.K. Rowling did her like weird Twitter thing where she just randomly drops pieces of lore 
Like, I don't trust anything. Well, I will say, like, on Potterless, the guy calls her out on it. Like, he's, <laughs> especially in the books, too, where she just, like, casually throws a new thing in and explains why we've never heard of it until, like, the seventh book. He's like, this is stupid. He's like, he was like, yeah, it has, it's existed all this time since I thought of it before this book was written. Um, but, like, on Twitter, when she's just like, oh, yeah, I totally meant for this to happen, or, like, this has always been a thing. And it's like, no, it hasn't. Like, please calm down. Like, the big revelation that, like, Dumbledore was gay was like like probably true but it, it's like it's like one of those things that it, it's like okay but where one where was that foreshadowed to how is it important to the story like yeah like, i mean like, that's true but it I also compa- it explains no, 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 why I he like never to, got like married i compare it to um the um romantic intimacy between alexander hamilton and ralph lorenz or lorenz or whatever it was mm. um Ralph Lauren. I said Ralph Lauren. I meant what is even his name? John, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. John Lawrence. Like because like history shows that they had a um they had a romantic relationship. Oh yeah, they were definitely hot for each other. But like it was it was never explicitly used in the musical because it didn't service the story. But there were like points where like they were very clearly a little a little close. So like it's like hey I'm married but like you you got it going on man <laughs> like it's one I mean, of those yeah. things, in my opinion they're like dang you cute like <laughs> um, Lawrence I like you a lot <laughs> well there is there is like have you heard about the song from Hamilton that's not on the soundtrack yeah it's the one where he finds out that Lawrence died right yeah um yeah it's like but Eliza's the one that tells him and it's yeah, like really yeah. interesting the reactions. Um, speaking of which, how stoked are you for Hamilton to come to Disney Plus? Dude, I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. It's gonna be cool. I remember seeing it like live with like not the OBC, but I'm excited for to see that cast do it, even if it's on screen. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so yeah, enough about Patroclus and Hamilton. <laughs> this is the most nerd podcast in history. Um, okay, so before we're moving, we're gonna move on to this new thing that Derek and I are gonna try doing over the course of um, I don't know the foreseeable future, and just kind of like where we critique uh, or like analyze shows that were popular when we were kids. So like kind of like the early early two thousands into the, two, the early two thousand tens, and just kind of like analyze them and point out like the ridiculous stuff or just like what we think of them now, like looking back on them. Um, and this kind of like foreshadows what we're doing uh, after Friday when Avatar The Last Airbender drops on Netflix so um, because I have never seen one episode of that series and know absolutely nothing about it except for that so that one time we did that quiz last episode. That's the only thing I know about Avatar. So Derek and I are going to like look at it. We haven't just figured out how like specifically we're going to look at it, but um, I finished school today. So I have like a lot of free time on my hands. So as if you um, didn't have any before i had about an hour a day so <laughs> um so basically derek the show we're gonna start with today is uh, a wonderful show called drake and josh okay. um which i wrote down some notes on it um and i want to just get your like i think that the thing that surprises me is that people thought this show was on for way longer than it actually was it was only on for like four seasons that's it yeah but when were the how like was that four years I think so. It, it's it's the whole thing of like when you're a kid, you're you're always introduced with so much more stimulus that like mm-hmm. days and months and weeks feel so much longer than they actually are. That's and so point. like you you think it you think it's on plus like four years when you're ten years old is a significant is a significant amount of time. 
So I mean, yeah, I guess so. I just feel like I just feel like I saw like way more episodes than there were actual seasons. Cause like I'd be like, oh, like remember that episode that had to be like season like seven? And it was like season two, you know? <laughs> it's like what is it? Um, okay, so some of this stuff just like ruminating on the series itself and thinking about it. Some of the ridiculous crap that goes on in Drake and Josh is unreal. Okay, so number one, their parents are like never around. Yeah, like ever, not once. Also, he must be. I know that like weathermen or like TV personalities can make a decent amount of money. But he must be like the most lucrative weatherman in history, because like he, but they never have even, any. He's not even. He's like the good. Most popular weatherman. What's his? I name? know. Winchell is the most popular weatherman. Yeah, and I'm like, dang, he must live in like a McMansion, like because they got a nice house, they got like nice amenities, they never financially struggle ever. And what's also his, what's his mom in, do? I don't actually know. Does I don't she think do that anything? Was ever explained. <laughs> Well, well, that's kind of 1950s of them. I know. I know. I don't even know her name. <laughs> um, Drake. Drake. That's really concerning. Josh, mom, um, job. Uh, that's kind of. Um... Oh, her name was her name was uh, Audrey. Apparently. What? Yeah. Um, Audrey, her name was Audrey. Her name is Audrey Parker Nichols. Uh, born Audrey Nancy Parker. Uh, what's wait a minute? Okay, anyways, um, do they ever call her Audrey? I don't think her name is. Oh, her name is not mentioned in the show. That's so weird. It is all oh, right because because yeah, because Megan only calls him Walter. That's right. Okay. Uh, it is unknown what her profession is or even if she works, as her job is never mentioned throughout the series. But in pilot, it starts off with Audrey and Walter becoming engaged. So her role is housewife. Oh my god! <laughs> to the second best weatherman in San Diego. Also, also, in the pilot, she was thirty-four. Mm-hmm. So she had Drake when she was like eighteen. No, that was a thing. How she always she always said she had him young. I don't remember that at all. I think they mentioned it a couple of times. Oh my god! So to summarize, Audrey apparently <laughs> is. Her role is housewife to the second best San Diego weatherman. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna Google weatherman, or I'm gonna say local weatherman salary, average salary. Yeah, because you know that uh, the other guy definitely works like the major network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meteorologist salary pace on payscale.com. Shout out to payscale.com. That seems reputable. Okay, okay, fifty-five a year. That's in San Diego. Well, that that's just any time. Oh, yeah, in San Diego, that's basically nothing. Yeah, the, yeah. The median is about fifty six k a year, but the it, they make between thirty three and a th- oh, okay. Wait, sorry, sorry. Fifty fifty eight or fifty six is the median for Baltimore, Maryland. Let's try oh, okay. San Diego, California. It better be higher than that. Uh, okay, and find your market work. Find your market worth. SoCal, baby. Yeah, seriously, SoCal. Shout out to SoCal. Shout out to all our friends in SoCal right now. What's up, Maggie Fritz? Shout out to Maggie Fritz, who you don't... What's it? Oh, okay, no. This is actually thinking that... Oh, okay, here we go. Um, 61 is the median. Still not great. <laughs> I mean, like... Oh, God. But yeah, I feel so like the... if you have to go on TV, you should get paid more money, because like you're... It's like talent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, but I guess... meteorologist is kind of hard. Yeah, like that's how much money you make to be a beat. Like, I wouldn't want to go through that much school just to make 61K. Right. I'm going through six years to do that. Like, 
Yeah. And I don't have to do much. So apparently he's got some jobs on the side. <laughs> well, and this is the other thing that I had tied into. Where does Megan get any of this money or connections to pull these pranks? Okay. She like, she like torment. I don't even know if they talk about it, but she torments these. First of all, she's like 12 years old and ruins the lives of like 16 year old. I'm like, really guys, you can't figure this out. Um, but she like has all of this like mafia connections and money where people just know her around the San Diego, like metropolitan area. Oh yeah. And she just pays for all this expensive equipment and stuff. And I'm like, literally, where does she get it from? If her dad's only making 60,000 a year, it's clearly not allowance. Maybe they're just in deep debt and she always steals his, uh, his, uh, checkbook. <laughs> and like, remember, like when he had, remember when he, she hired an assistant? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, oh, God, that was weird. And she like she like Bank of America calls once a month and it's like, what are these fraud are these fraudulent like charges for like espionage equipment and stuff <laughs> like that? <laughs> and Jay Walter's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, remember that <laughs> weird like like control panel that she had hidden in her room? Yeah, I was oh, like, what, God. The, what is this? It Dan was so Sh- stupid. Dan Schneider. Uh you have not Dan. Isn't his name Dan Schneider? Yeah, it's Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider is is had a had a mind. Well, he's responsible for like most of those shows on Nick. Well, yeah, like I was crazy. I was gonna mention some stuff about iCarly, but like we can talk about that in another episode. But like, well, can you tell me the 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 spinoff series that he created from two of his other shows? Sam and Cat from iCarly oh, and, uh, and, and Victorious, and it lasted. Man, I ain't no fool. Hey, I just making sure, and it only lasted one season. It was that bad. Yeah, I never, I never even saw it. Yeah, um, I think uh, Drake and Josh was like. I don't know if it was theorized to be a spinoff or it actually was, but supposedly it was like born from the idea of another series. Uh, oh, it was the Amanda show um, where like he, he, Dan Schneider was also a Dan Schneider creation. And he saw like how good their chemistry was for being completely opposite style characters and was like, uh, this would be an interesting sitcom and like created think, Drake and I Josh. I think Drake apparently. and Josh was the first sitcom that he like produced because he did all that. And then the Amanda show. Mm-hmm. And then I think Drake and Josh was the very next one. I think so. That, that sounds right. Time-wise. So, and in my opinion, Drake and Josh okay. is the best Dan Snyder show. Um, I, there was there was a debate yeah. there was a debate a couple weeks ago on Twitter that was like iCarly or Victorious. It's like uh, obviously number one is it, it's iCarly, but second yeah, of all, that show is like, amazing. Neither of them even hold a candle, come close to holding a candle to Drake and Josh. Well, also iCarly was born because of Drake and Josh. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, like it's he, he's like he saw a potential in his like in in the in Miranda Cosgrove, you know what yeah, I mean? He like sorry was like oh she'd be good at this, yeah. Um, and then just like made the ultimate meme show. Shout out to Gibby. Shout out to shout out to Crazy Steve. Oh, speaking of Crazy Steve, oh is that the next thing? I have thoughts because <laughs> I'm like why did not one person require that Steve like go see a doctor? Also, why wasn't anything? he fired? Like ever, ever. Cockadoodle do. The cow says moo. Like, was it just some kind of like, like program from some local hospital that was like, here, give this guy a job and you can never fire him no matter how bad he is. Like, wasn't there a rampage where he tried to like kill everyone in the theater and just no one did anything? Okay. 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 I do want to talk about the pilot of Drake and Josh though. I I just was reminded what the pilot was. So they like found out that they were, I think this was the pilot. I want to verify. I'm going to keep talking, but I'm going to verify that this was the plot. Um, So, they they found out that uh, they like know they had been hanging out and they're like yeah there's this guy in my school his name is Josh and his name is Drake and he's kind of cool and he's kind of lame and um then like the first scene is them finding out that Walter and apparently Audrey are getting married um so yeah okay I, I was correct 
Then they have to share a room, which, by the way, changes in season two. Like, the complete layout of the house apparently changes. Um, really? Yeah, because remember in the first season, the door is against the back of, that, back of the room, but in the rest of the show, it's, like, against the left side. Did you ever notice that? I remember that. Oh, it was so weird. I never noticed that. But, so, Drake is about to go shoot some hoops, and Josh is like, okay, I'll be, I'll be up in the room. And Audrey is like, hey, why don't you ask Josh to shoot some hoops with you? And he's like, no. And he goes, come on, he's your stepbrother. And he's like, fine. So he goes back up to find Josh in a dress and wig sitting at his, at his uh, desk answering a question uh, or like typing emails and stuff. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't like, obviously like do what you want. Like, I, I don't have any judgments for whoever wants to do whatever with their life, but why mm-hmm. was this the first episode of a, of a children's TV. They were like, they were like, let's pilot this. This like not even why, like in between children's and YA TV show with some cross dressing. It's like, like, let's go right for the jugular. <laughs> in two thousand four. That's that's just. I mean, like, and like I said, nothing wrong with that, but it's just a very weird topic to start off with. And the the whole concept was, Josh wrote an advice column called Miss Nancy, mm-hmm. and he didn't think he could good, give good advice without wearing the dress. Uh, without being in character. Something that Drake helps him overcome later. But like, what? Dan Snyder, what are you smoking, dude? <laughs> it, that, that was just a weird concept for And we were all like, us being, what was it, 2004? Us being seven years old, we're like, all right, bet, this works. Cool. Yeah. I, that's like, so, that's such a weird, I don't, even, I don't even remember that being the pilot. That's crazy. <laughs> Dan Snyder was just like, yo, and like, and there was like a, there was a scene <laughs> where Drake is staring at Josh's uh, orange boobs. He just put oranges in his in his dress, and then like Drake tries to use it to his advantage to like get a girl to like talk to him or something. And like he, he has an epiphany, and he goes to grab Josh by the shoulder, but he grabs him by the orange boob, and then was like, "Whoops!" And then grabs him by the shirt. It was such a weird scene. That's like that's show. weird. Oh no! Oh, so weird, man. Yeah, um, yeah. They, there's a lot of questionable stuff in Drake and Josh. It's I, just like I, I spent like a weekend. It was probably like five or six days with um. This was more of a week with uh, my little cousins over the summer, over this past summer. Um, at the time they were ten and six, and the six-year-old was watching this show. I think it was called Some Assembly Required, something like that, and it was about these kids that took over a toy business. And like they're they're now like have to make a bunch of toys, make a lot of money. And the show just made no sense. Like it was not like it wasn't even close to humor. Like it, it wasn't even that kid show humor that you can kind of be like, haha, yeah, whatever, I get it. This mm-hmm. is funny for kids. It was just so bizarre and terrible. What show is this? It's called Some Assembly Required, I think. I don't know. Oh, I think I've exact. heard of I think I've yeah, heard of that. And it was horrible. And I'm looking back and I'm like Am I just nostalgia blind? Like, were the shows that I watched as a kid really this bad? And I like looked it up, and apparently it's like on the same par as like what we watched, like like around this targeted toward the same age as um, Drake and Josh was. Mm. And like, there's absolutely no way. There is absolutely no way. I think children's programming is getting worse. It, Drake and Josh was definitely stupid, but like, it made sense like, and at least it was had, funny. It had setups. It had punchlines. Like, yeah, not to not to sound like you know full boomer, but like <laughs> our day was better. No. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think like like shows like that, like Zoe 101 or like iCarly were like just dumb stuff happened, but at least was like funny at the same time, you know? I think the kids like, I think like the first, 
So like wherever you des- depending on where you decide Gen Z is, um, I think kids born from like 2004 to like 2000 had the golden age of cartoons because like like back in the day like Dexter's Lab, Johnny Bravo, they were all, re- all really good. But like when I look yeah, at like regular it. show and Gravity Falls and like um, Adventure Time, like those were all widely like critically acclaimed cartoons for children mm-hmm. and they were all, like i i mean joe and i just watched gravity falls the entire series in like two weeks because that's how good it was so like mm. like children's programming I, I don't think it'll get, ever get as weird and good as drake and josh yeah because i think like you like they nailed that they nailed it on the head where like or hit the nail on the head that's the expression yeah. <laughs> they hit the nail on the head uh with like the weird and wacky but also like what still makes sense and what's not just dumb for the sake of being dumb and i think the the one thing that they do really well in drake and josh is the fact that not like a single adult is not competent in that show like every adult is stupid and lets oh, them yeah. do whatever they want um which is like the only way that shows like that work because like if the adults are like you're grounded and then you just have to watch like drake or josh sit in a room for like two weeks doing nothing you're like well yeah. this is boring um, but it's the fact that the adults are just like who cares you know and also like this is the weirdest they have the weirdest jobs like except in the case of audrey apparently who is just like a house mom um that i find it disturbing that none of us remembered <laughs> um it's like but the fact that like dad is a is a weatherman like that's such a straight like an off the wall job to have like you wouldn't be like what do you want to be when you grow up a weatherman like no one wants to do that at oh, yeah. first oh yeah it's like i also think though it, it did a good job of being weirdly relatable Cause like, I mean, obviously that's what children's programming is supposed to be is supposed to be like stuff that funny stuff that you can relate to and like hopefully learn some lessons about. And I think one that really hits the nail on the head is as, as you say, um, is this scene where like, I think we're introduced to Miss Tutwiler and, um, Drake is complaining about how uh, Miss Tutwiler hates hates him, and Josh is like, "No, she doesn't hate you." And then she asks, "What uh, what language was the uh, Iliad and the Odyssey originally written in?" Drake, and he says Greek, and she goes, "No," and then calls on somebody else. I think his name was Todd, and he goes Greek, and she goes, "Correct." And like, obviously, (laughs) that's a ridiculous standpoint. Yeah, but like, when you feel like a teacher has a bias on you, that's exactly what it feels like. No, yeah, it's like also like, and you see it in other like like things aimed at like school age kids like uh um i'm gonna use harry potter because that's what i've been focusing on the last couple of weeks but like every time that like harry goes to potions class and snape is just like picking on him so he does really terrible at potions all of a sudden he's no longer the potions teacher and given he has some help from uh, from like this textbook that tells him all the answers but he's still like way better at it now that this teacher that doesn't hate him isn't the teacher anymore and in the class that snape does teach he's bad at it now so like it's just really interesting how like yeah like things instances like that where it's like this teacher's out to get me and then they literally show the teacher being like right answer no someone else yes like it's so funny yeah um and the last thing i want to talk about with this is just like this always bothered me and i don't like even from a young age the fact that josh the only person he ever dates is like the worst person ever. And the only reason he dates her is just because she's just as smart as he is. And like, that's such, it's so weird. And I know she turns out to be okay in the end. Like she, she mellows out a little bit, but like, I just think that's so annoying. Like the fact that okay, just because she's I have as smart as him, that's why I have a defense. I don't like it. Go, go. So, for it. you know, when you're young and you're not supposed to like girls mm-hmm. yet, they have cooties, yeah. But you like a girl, and you don't want her to know that you like her, so you're, like, extra mean to her. Yes. That's what that was. 
Like, I think they always had that back and forth with Josh and Mindy, but then when it finally, when it finally like hit it, hit the head. Like it hit, hit, hit its peak. <laughs> they hit that head, man. It hit the, relax. <laughs> finally hit. This is a PG show. <laughs> no, I know. No, the kids don't know what I mean. <laughs> when it hit its peak, it was like, oh, prime. Like we're getting. And I think that was like showing kids that, like, you know, liking girls is okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's, I, I think it's just kind of irritating. Okay. Well, the entire time Drake is like, and not to slut shame anybody, but Drake is like, a whore. No, I'm um, Yeah, <laughs> Drake is just like Drake. If Drake could be a walking STD, he would be. Um, but I think like it's just so irritating how Drake just like all the and obviously the lesson that's there is like don't be like don't go for just looks, don't be shallow. Uh-huh. You know that's the underlying lesson message between their two like relationships with women. But at the same time, like J- Josh, when he gets like definitively more attractive at the end of the show. He could date literally anybody at that school, like yeah. anyone. Yeah. But like he dates someone that like has they've all has always picked on him and tormented him just for like for like being but smart. They but love each other. No, I think it's dumb that the fact that like he only dates a girl just be like they only date because like they're just compatible brain wise. And I'm like, hey man, come hey on, man, hey man, hey man. Just because you're not that smart, shut up. Does it? <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> I, I I also it also kind of sucks that like the concept of the only other than Megan, the only intelligent female in the, no Drake's mom was pretty smart. She was in the yeah, scene no, she, she was in. She was, was. A, she was, they were both very good parents. She was a smart mom. Um, but like the only intelligent female in the show was like slated as the bitch. And like, cause, cause you yeah. look at all the, you look at all the girls, like what's that uh, episode where they go skydiving and Drake's just like, yeah, uh, one in five people don't even make it to the ground. And she's like, wow. Like they just portrayed hot women as idiots. Like that's just, that's not yeah, that's super messed up. Yeah. You know, but it also was early two thousands. Yeah. So are you but saying also, that women I weren't he, smart until the late two thousands, Hunter? No, I'm saying that's how they were represented. Are you going on record repre- saying? I'm that saying women, that's how they were represented. That women cannot be attractive and yeah. smart at the same time. I've never once said that. I've, ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up, Derek. I've never said that. <laughs> okay. Shut up. Um, this is not a misogynistic podcast. Um, but anyway. I think, hey, hey, <laughs> I wish you could see the face Derek's making right now. Um, no, I think also, like, I think it just, that can just be extended outward, not even just smart, but just like the powerful people are like portrayed, like the powerful women are portrayed as like bitchy. Um, yeah. Like you look at, uh, look at Helen, like Helen is like the ultimate like power queen, like runs her own, like here's an example of a woman who is number one, a minority, number two, um, runs her own movie theater like she runs that thing but at the same time literally everyone is scared of her like she is just portrayed as just mean and like it's funny but it's also like everyone's scared of her to like all like their wits end like they don't want to piss her off ever except crazy steve that's another you know story but um I, i also think there was a problem with a lot of shows in that time where um they 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 said like i think you made a good point of like the parents not being as like realistic as like actual parents would be in the in the terms of like how they would handle discipline mm-hmm. but um i think they play off the fact that the parents are idiots specifically walter um is an idiot for mm-hmm. jokes too many times um like i i 
it's like so many times like Walter make a joker say something and like everybody will roll their eyes and they'll move, just move along and I, I just don't think that's like it's not very good writing um yeah i think it's kind of lazy writing but uh it's it's i don't think that's a good it was weird how normalized like being a jerk to your dad was <laughs> yeah the, it was all just like let's just call him by his first name and tell him he's trash well, that, like, that's all the one, time. like the first name thing makes sense because that's is not not her real yeah that i think in context that made sense but like i think there were a couple episodes where josh started to do it too and it was that was kind of shot down really quick yeah. but not because it's rude but because he's like his actual father you know what right, i mean right, right, like right. so i was yeah i would agree with you on that one well i call my dad b-rad sometimes but that's only when i'm like vibing <laughs> I feel like that's different. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a little different than just being like, what's your dad? Is it Bradley? Uh, well, his name is Steven, but he See, goes by Brad. <laughs> it's even different if you, if you call him a nickname of his middle name, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like it's different than you just going Steven. <laughs> like, Steve, flipper Steve. Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad we had this discussion about Drake and Josh. Um, Early mid two thousand shows were really weird, but also really funny at the same time. Oh yeah. Um. Just I just wait for the day that we talk about iCarly and go nuts on that show because there's so many things that are just like so what? much weird stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's a preview for the next time. Dan Schneider one hundred thousand percent had a foot fetish. Oh easy. Oh that was ooh. Anyways. Uh, anyway. I yeah. Remember the episode of Drake and Josh where he dyed his feet green? Oh yeah, that's right. Soak his feet in lizard pee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that was so weird. Oh, so weird. And Dan Schneider's a weirdo. Uh, anyway, uh, Derek, that's all I had for this episode. Why don't we roll on into Holy a crap. little bit of of crap. we covered a lot of ground in this episode. Um, let's roll into a you know our our usual rolling out segment of some crisis averted. Um, on this May thirteenth, who are you sending some love to? Well, um, I have quite a few. Uh, for all the same reason, um, I think I think Wednesday marks the official end of the uh, the 2020 academic year, mm-hmm. and um, I need to give a shout out to all of those who will be receiving their diplomas and um, moving on to the next facet of their lives. So, um, giving it out to uh, here we go. Hang on, um, uh, Amelia, um, you, Katie. Maddie, Maggie, uh, my already graduated, uh, Nancy, Michael, uh, Vic, Tyler, uh, Haley, Brooke, um, uh, off the top of my head, uh, like Julie, I know she listens to this podcast. Shout out to Julie. Um, shout out to everybody, all my friends who are graduating. I know this isn't the, the, the best of circumstances, um, but uh, you did it. You made it through. Um, and now your adult life can begin. And I will tell you, though, not being in college is difficult when most of your friends are still in college. Um, <laughs> the the best the best is yet to come. I, I have a great old time, uh, specifically because when it comes to Sunday, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> that's that's true. the best. That's, that's the best part about not being in school is not doing anything on a Sunday. I can't wait for two years from now when I can do that. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're going to school again. <laughs> I know. I still have to keep going. <laughs> no, whatever. Um, well, Derek, that is very sweet of you. Um, I want to also send some love to Julie because Julie's mad she hasn't been on the podcast yet. Um, Julie, one day you will, I promise. But I think in a few episodes when we revisit High School Musical, because I have some more opinions, um, uh, we can bring her back on. <laughs> Yeah, um, she sent me a whole list of ideas that she would like to talk about, so she's prepared. 
cool. So, Julie, appreciate you and your perseverance. Um, and I also want to just send some love to um, to all my friends who uh, are still stuck in their houses, which is well, everyone, but um, but especially like you know all my people that are stuck in like situations that aren't too great. Um, like you know, it, my situation is pretty good. Can't complain there. I know you're with Joe and and your other roommates, Greg and a mole. So like you have a pretty good setup there. Yeah, except the mole is about to not exist anymore. <sighs> That's so sad. Um, I miss him, <laughs> but <laughs> I miss you, a mole. Um, but. Uh, yeah so anyone who's in a situation that's like not super great if being in school would be better for you or anywhere else um just keep pushing through maryland stay at home order is being lifted on friday um hopefully other states can have the ability to safely follow through soon um and just everyone keep washing your hands and stop coughing so yeah uh derek any final words um oh i usually have some some uh some some words of wisdom um sage wisdom uh Make sure you do your best to kill the 0.1% of germs that Germex cannot touch. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for saying wash your hands. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. From from Hunty and D-Rec, we are signing off. We will catch you next time. And this has been Quarter Life Crisis. (laughs) 